Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 17. I'm Tyler, and I'm here with Matt, and we are on location this week. Yeah, we're on location. We've uh, also got a really big stack of candy. Mm, I just ate all mine. Yeah, so it's it's October, right? Right. Halloween. Halloween. Wait, you did you say you just ate all of yours? Yeah, it's all done. Okay. I think they can hear a crackling in the microphone. So I've got a, um, for our, our listeners who can't see this, but I'm holding. He's holding hand. it up to the camera. Yeah, I'm. I'm holding up to the camera right now uh, what they call a, a mini Milky Way. So it's not the fun size Milky Way. It's the mini Milky you're, Way. You're incorrect, though. It's Milky Way Mini. It's a Milky Way Mini. Okay, Tyler, how many bites would it take you to finish this piece of candy? One. <laughs> I would I'd probably put two in my mouth at the same time, so half a bite. You're saying you'd eat two of these at once. Okay. Very easily. Yeah. How many bites do you think it takes me to finish one of these? I think it would take you three bites. Yeah. I'm going to know you exactly better. exactly right. I think it's three bites. Three or four. Yeah. Three or four. You're insane. Yeah. And you'd eat two of these at the same time? 100%. If I'm trying to get through, if I'm like feeling it, yeah, I would just unwrap them and put them in. Wow. How about- I a, could have like four or five in my mouth. How about a Hershey's Kiss? So just think about a standard size Hershey Kiss. How many bites does it take you to finish a whole- Hershey's kiss. You say whole like it's big. One. Yeah. Just put it in my mouth. One. One. Matt, if I can fit it in my mouth in one bite, I'm probably just, if it's candy, I'll just eat it in one bite. What about the pointy top? Doesn't that ever like um, impale the roof of your mouth? Gotta do what you gotta do. Dude, Matt, I'm, I'm showing Matt a, a Reese's wrapper. I eat Reese's in one bite typically. Like a standard size. Yeah. <laughs> like not, not the mini. You just spit on me. Not the mini, like a like a standard. I will tip sometimes two bites if I want to savor it. But typically, yeah, it's one bite. <laughs> is that even a bite at that point? Isn't it just what a, is it then? A, 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 one one act. It's an it's a one <laughs> it's one great act. Of I don't I don't eat Reese's, I act upon Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this was that- not this was not planned for the beginning of the podcast, but here we are. We've learned that I act upon Reese's to consume them. It is an, an act of, it's a force of nature. Um, okay. What is our plan for the podcast today, Matt? Well, I know that um, you've got some things you'd like to know about just gas station habits. Is that a fair thing to say? What's gas station? <laughs> oh, gas station. I thought you were saying like, you know, like the word gestation? It sounded like you said that with an A, which now that I think about it, gestation with an A is gas station. What is the gas station period for a penguin? I would say no time because I don't think penguins go to gas stations. <laughs> okay. So, Anyways, yeah, <clears throat> we're going to talk about, we're going to start the podcast talking about, um, it's not only gas stations, it's really more focused on snacks, um, kind of some some go-to snacks in different mediums. Yeah. Um, and then... I think for the second part of the podcast, what are we talking about again? Well, we are. Uh, oh, yeah, feeds back are, into where we are right yeah, now. Yeah, we're at a conference. So Tyler and I are at Camp Chaminade, which is in, what would you call it, central Minnesota? Yeah, Motley. Okay. And so we're at a two-day conference for pastors. And so we're going to spend some time just talking about conferences and Christian, Christian conferences. conferences in, specifically. Specifically? Yeah. Okay. And maybe even contrasting them with other kinds of conferences. Sure. Um, so... That's that's where we're headed. That's the plan. Uh, this is also one of a, the rare times that we are not recording and then releasing the podcast immediately. Like we're recording this on Monday and this will come out on Thursday. So like we said, if anything huge happens Monday night, Tuesday or Wednesday, like 
we don't know about it. No, we don't. Like, we don't know who wins the, the Raiders Chargers game tonight for you football fans out there. We have no idea. No idea. I'm just really hoping that uh, Derek Carr is not outscored by Austin Eckler, Hunter Renfro, and the Chargers defense by 35 points or more. Okay. We just lost 50%. Anyways, so gas stations. Um, no, so I have a series of three snack-related questions for Matt, and I just want to know what he thinks. And I can get my answer, too, if you want, but I'll let you. If, mm. you, if you just want to talk, you ask me questions all the time. So mm-hmm. I'll let you be in charge of that. Okay. So question number one for you all regarding right. snacks and gas stations. Absolutely, this is the first question. Snacks and gas stations. What is your go-to gas station snack? Like, if you're walking into a gas station, you're on a car trip, uh, you got to fill up on gas, you're feeling a little hungry, you walk in and get something to eat, something to drink. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is your go-to snack and go-to drink at a gas station? Combos. Yeah. No. Oh, Combos oh, the, the snack. The snack, okay. <laughs> Combos the snack. Do you know what a combo is? Have you ever had those? Are they the ones that have, like, like peanut butter on the inside? Um, there might be a peanut butter version of the combo. I'm going to Google it. Okay. You can talk about combos. But like I think them. you know what it is. So a, a combo, if you haven't had them, they come in a bag and it is a, it's a baked snack item in the shape of a cylinder. It looks like a, a small toilet paper roll where okay. the inside of the roll is filled with like a cheesy substance. Oh, it's cheese. I thought it was peanut butter. Or it could be like a, the ones that I really like are pizza flavored. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there I you came go. Came up on Google. Yeah, there you go. So it's a, it's like a baked snack with some filling, and so I'd say give me a bag of combos and um, what to drink? Yeah, a Coke. Just a normal Coke. Yeah. So mm. Coke. Good all American drink. Yeah. Coke cool. and combos. That's my go-to. What about you? Um. Well, the drink is obvious if you've known me at all. Uh, I drink Arnold Palmer all the time. Hmm. Um, and my snack is a uh, chili cheese Fritos. Mm. Mm. They get me. It's either, I mean, if I'm, it actually depends on if I want something sweet or something salty. Yeah. If I want something salty, it's chili cheese Fritos. If I want something sweet, it's Reese's. Just the, either the four pack of Reese's peanut butter cups or sometimes I'll mix it up and get like the, the white chocolate kind. You know, okay. it just depends on the day. So here's something else I'm interested in. Would would you ever pair a sweet drink with a sweet snack? Or do you like to always go opposite, like savory snack means a sweet drink and vice versa? Well, that's why I typically, I mean, that's why my go-to is Fritos because there's not really a lot of not sweet drinks that you can get at a gas station. I actually just had that thought. Besides like coffee maybe, but I don't like coffee. So yeah, no, I would typically get the Fritos with the Arnold Palmer because Uh Reese's are also sweet. Okay. But well, and it kind of ruins the flavor of the, the Arnold Palmer if you eat the Reese's first. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel like my ideal would be get all three of those things, eat the Reese's, eat the Fritos, drink the Arnold Palmer. You know what I mean? Okay. The big 24 ounce Arnold Palmers. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's the first question. Second question, also snack related. What is your go-to like evening slash midnight snack? So either mm-hmm. You've had dinner. It's been a couple hours. You're going to go to bed soon, but you're feeling a little hungry. Mm-hmm. What do you eat there? Or, and if it's, if these are different, you can share them both. Mm-hmm. You go to sleep, you wake up a couple hours later and you are just starving. You need something to eat. What, what are you getting from the fridge? Or the okay. Pantry? First of all, that never happens. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I never, I don't remember ever a time where I've gone to bed and gotten up to get something to eat. Well, I'm sure some of our listeners have had that happen. And if not, then it could just be me, I guess. Although I usually just get something to drink. I'm usually just need water. I've had that. I feel like there's a desert in my mouth. <laughs> but okay. So before you go to bed, 
So um, when I was one of my one of my memories from childhood is um, getting out of bed <clears throat> when I wasn't supposed to, but in the evening, and I'd go out to the living room, and my folks would be um, out there. Maybe they're watching Cheers. Yeah, you, you know what the show Cheers is. Like, does that mean anything to you? Yeah, all I know from Cheers is Norm. Okay, that's all I know about Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, really old sitcom. About, okay, really early 90s, not really old. Yeah, well, it, well, it okay. predate, predates the early 90s. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is mostly an 80s eighties show. Oh, well, it's older than maybe I continued thought Continued into the 90s, maybe. Right. Anyway, my folks would be out watching a show, maybe Cheers or Dallas or one Don't of those know what old that shows. Um, it's an old evening soap opera show. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Did General Hospital start in the 80s? I am well, or the seventies. Really, I mean, it was at least around in the. 80s. That's crazy. I just know that the lady yeah. from uh, the Biggest Loser was on one of those soap operas. Wow. Anyway, sorry, so, that has nothing to do with anything. What are you eating? Quite a digression. Anyway, when I would go out to see my folks, most nights my dad, my dad would wear these flannel shirts that had a breast pocket, mm-hmm. and in his breast pocket would be this like little handful stash of uh, plain M and M's. Oh. Okay. So. Usually I, you know, would go out there because I think if I go see my folks, my dad might give me an M&M. So, One M&M? Yeah. Or that was what motivated you? <laughs> well, I'm out of bed, so I really don't deserve anything. That's true. Anyway, that's... to be sent back to bed. Maybe. Um, anyway, that's my go-to evening snack now. So maybe I've been affected by that. Hmm. I've, I've been conditioned to like M&Ms in the evening or in the, at nighttime. That's interesting. So. Wouldn't that wake you up for him to give you an M&M? Yeah. Yeah, it would. But I think he just had a good heart. He was a nice man. Yeah. He couldn't send his son back to bed without giving him an M&M. Hmm. Love that. Yeah. Beautiful story. Yeah, thanks. And I really like popcorn Uh, um, as well. So sometimes I'll do that. I feel like those together might be kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? Uh, This is my the easiest answer to a question. Chips and cheese. Mm. So you give me tortilla chips and I melt some mozzarella cheese on it. And that's yeah. all I could, if I, if I could eat that every night at 8 PM, mm. I'm living a good life. Mm. Let me ask you this. Do you think our listeners are enjoying this current line of questioning or do you think um, they're ready for us to move on? I think they're enjoying it as much, if not slightly less than most of the things that we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no Donda. I had multiple people that listened to the podcast for the first time because they heard that we were reviewing Donda. Really? Okay. What kind of feedback did you get from those folks? Oh, they told me that um, it's a rap album. It has oh, hip hop. Okay. It has hip hop elements, but it's a rap album. Okay. So the so. question wasn't out of bounds or obvious. It was like a legitimate question. Yeah. Nobody called about. me stupid for it. Okay. So that's nice. Okay. But yeah, chips and cheese and best snack. Sometimes I mix it up, put some bacon on it, some guac, but chips and cheese. Like you guys might think that that's too simple, but give it a try and you're right maybe this is getting old so we'll do the quick the last question maybe quickly maybe it'll be more interesting mm, no i'm not getting tired of it i just wondered what our listeners might be able to handle as far as knowing about our snack habits well maybe maybe it will give them something new maybe there's going to be a lot of people eating plain m&ms now maybe yeah and chips and cheese we do have a pretty big footprint that's not true at all but imagine if we would have gotten a guest in this podcast that's like in the North Central District of the Evangelical Free Church. Ooh. That would have been big time. Yeah. We will, big time. We may see if we can do that in, in the future. If we got the speaker. <laughs> Tell the speaker to come be on our podcast. He's actually a big deal. He's the president of a college. 
he is the president of, of Trinity University, so a big deal indeed. Yeah. Um, enjoying, like we're enjoying his uh, his teaching this uh, this week, so it's been great. Anyways, final question. Okay, here we go. Weirdest thing you've ever bought at a gas station? I'll say it slower because I think I was talking fast. Weirdest thing you've ever bought at a gas station? At a gas station, uh, boy. Um, gosh, Tyler. I don't know. Really? That's a horribly dull, disappointing answer. I don't feel like I bought anything that except for snacks and, and gasoline. What's the weirdest flavor of something that you've bought at a gas station? Um, probably uh, like kiwi strawberry. Is wow. That, weird? Insane. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I, just in, generally, I try to avoid... Um, buying too many things at a gas station because it's so overpriced that's true and because usually the food is so low quality right that um the quicker i can get out of there the better off i feel like i am right mm -hmm. okay well that was a little bit of a dud of a third question <laughs> but we tried because well, well let's go to you have you uh, ever like bought a, a, a like a squirrel trap or something at a gas station no i was thinking the weirdest thing i bought is deodorant because it just feels weird to buy deodorant at a gas station like, it's really good that they have it there because there are people that drive trucks for a living, you know, like <laughs> the, there should be basic toiletries, but like, there's just something that feels wrong for me about buying a $4, $5 stick of deodorant from a gas station. Well, I think the worst part would be taking it up to the counter and like plopping it down on the counter in front of the person. Yeah. And they know what, why I'm buying what it. Do you, <laughs> you know, you know, I just couldn't find a Walmart. Like, you feel like you have to get a couple sodas and kind of hide it behind the sodas. No, the I don't have shame. You have a lot more shame than me about things. Really? You, you can, you can walk up and just plop down. Yeah. hundred percent. A thing of right guard in front of the. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's old spice, but sure. Like what are they going to do? They're getting paid to serve me. I'm paying for the deodorant. It's a basic transaction. See, the, the, see, the thing about a gas station is there's no self certain. So self, no self checkout. Yeah. It really doesn't bother me. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I understand. Like, it's funny to think about, like, the person sees me, like, who's yeah. a disgusting man buying deodorant. Yeah. yeah. Like, I understand that, but I don't feel guilty about it. I think taking care of my hygiene. Uh, I think what we're learning here is that Tyler is so much more secure than I am. <clears throat> what do you mean like, secure? Well, like, able to go into a gas station and just buy a bar of deodorant shamelessly. I think I'm just less socially aware than you. <laughs> we've talked about this <laughs> i'm very i'm very yelly on this podcast i apologize if you feel like i'm screaming at you well i think we've identified a growth area for me <laughs> i think i need to get to the point where i can walk into a gas station and if i need a stick of deodorant you're a little smelly i can buy the stick of deodorant with my head held high okay and walk out of that place having bought nothing else Maybe even applying it on my way out the door. Might have to, right? <laughs> All right. I like that. The end of that question. We got there. I think I think that's a, brought it home. A good signal. Um, so uh, to move on. So anyway, um, we're at a conference. Mm -hmm. A Christian conference. And um, we're not so much going to talk about the theme of this conference as we are just conferences in general. So what, what do we got here? Well, there's a big group of people who are all gathered together and we've got all the usual things going on. We've got um, registration. We've got go find your room. 
we've got check out who your roommates are. We've <laughs> we got, are in a room alone, by the way. We are. We are. We've got um, like what they call main the main sessions. Do we have any breakout sessions? I think they kind of wanted us to do a breakout, but we went to record the podcast instead. Yeah, it was a very soft request for a breakout. It was like, um, it's labeled on our schedule as break. Yeah, not even out. Yeah, not even out, just break. But it was clear that the intent was we'd like you to talk to each other. So we are. Yeah, so we are. Look at us. We are. I guarantee we're talking to each other longer and more in depth than most of the people are talking to each other right now. So let's let's start here with the idea. I'm excited for fun free time tonight at 9 p.m. We have, this is a this is a pastor conference where I would say the average age is probably what 56. Uh, it might be a little lower than that, but All that's right. probably not far. 40s, off. 50s. Yeah. There's 52. a there's legitimately a thing on our schedule at nine o'clock tonight marked fun free time. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what they have. Yeah. What other kind of free time is there? That's true. Un um, unfun free time. Yeah. Um, anytime you're cumbersome. free, is it, anytime you're free is a good time. Yeah, free time is free time is good. So, let me just ask you this to start the ball rolling here with this conversation, Tyler. How do you feel about the idea of conferences in general? Do you have a good association with the idea of going to a conference, or is your first thought mostly negative? Uh, it's definitely positive. I mean, I've had very good experiences in my life with conferences. Um, Like when I was in youth group, we had two that we would go to every year. Um, And then I, you know, I worked at a camp and working at a camp almost feels like a big conference sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. no, I've had really good experiences with conferences. So when I hear about them, I'm excited. Also because I'm a youth pastor, Mm -hmm. I'm excited because I know how good they can be Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. kids. So what about for you personally? What do you feel like is the main benefit to you or what do you let me put it this way what do you really look forward to when you go to a conference what or look forward to the most i mean it's just fun like so i go to conferences this is the first conference i've been to in a while where i'm not like running it you know like where i'm not the youth pastor like mm. in charge mm-hmm. so in that scenario i'm excited to hang out with the kids um in an environment where they're out of they're out of their normal routine because when you're out of your normal routine, you think about things in new ways, you realize things you haven't realized, and it can be really good to do that. Uh, it's just can be good to get away. Um, when I'm at a conference that I'm not in charge of anything, like when I'm just hanging out, um, like this conference, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to relax a little bit, you know, because like, our jobs are busy, you know, like we're doing stuff a lot. Um, so it's nice to have a couple days where like, worked really hard again the last week so that I could relax these two days. And now I can, I can chill a little bit. So I look forward to the relaxation element now. Now that we're here in this moment at the conference, do you feel relaxed? Yeah, Mm. I really do. Cause I, for the next 24 hours, I'm not in charge of anything or anyone. Mm -hmm. I love, I I hate being in charge. Except for making sure I don't get lost at camp. (laughs) That's true. I told Matt that I feel like his counselor when we're at this camp together. Cause I've, this is the camp I worked at. Like I've been here countless times and this is Matt's third time here. I think. Yeah third time and not making any progress on yeah today way around. today we walked out of the chapel building and i said matt can you get me to the office and matt sat there I, I stood behind him and he stood there for about 10 seconds contemplating as i looked to my left at the office we were supposed to go to yes and after about 10 seconds he said let's try this way and he turned right 
True story. <clears throat> and I said, Matt, in the interest of getting our podcast recorded, let's go left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still have no idea <clears throat> where I'm headed here. So I'm glad, glad Tyler's here. <laughs> I hope you can find the dining hall after this. Because Matt and I will be separate after this podcast for a little bit. I'm just hoping he doesn't get lost on his way to dinner. <laughs> I might. I might. Um, let me ask you about breakout sessions because those are that, that's a typical component as a conference, right? You yeah. You go to a main session, and then the idea is you go to a, a breakout session where maybe you talk about what you just heard, mm-hmm. or sometimes the breakout session is separated by. Um, maybe a particular emphasis, like this is for youth pastors, or this is a breakout session for people who are missions pastors or educators or something like that. So um, how do you feel about the idea of breakout sessions? Do you feel like they're helpful? Um, Do you feel like they're not so helpful? Have you had good, bad experiences? How do you feel? I would say breakouts and seminars, like those kind of things, they are characterized by very high highs and very low lows. Mm. All right. Tell because, us more about that. So if you get a good breakout where you're kind of in the zone, like you, you're willing to open up, you're willing to be vulnerable, you're, you're willing to think deeply about things, mm-hmm. and the people around you are also willing to do the same thing, like a small group like that is like the prime place to open up. Like it's so good. You can feel like so supported and you can grow in your relationship with the people you're with your relationship with god like it can be absolutely amazing okay let me jump in real quick okay since most conferences are like a couple days Mm -hmm. is it possible for that kind of depth to manifest itself within such a short period of time since you're not talking about a small group you're meeting with all the time but oh well i'm i'm thinking of youth conferences where typically you're with your church for breakout Mm. so you are with people that you've known for a while okay yeah. Um, it just, again, you're, you're out of your normal element, so it can be easier to, to open up. Um, so some like breakouts can be amazing. Seminars can be amazing in that way. Um, but if you're not in that mindset and if there are not a, a lot of what makes the break small groups, breakouts, like this kind of a concept is the direction that is given to the leaders. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. the, in my experience as both a small group leader and as a youth pastor, the one giving the questions, the, the worst breakouts are when you just say, all right, you have 25 minutes, go talk to your kids about what we just talked about. (laughs) Because like, what tends to happen when, when that's the instruction? Nothing productive, just, just nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it becomes a battle to keep everyone like in the room. (laughs) So I, I would say, yeah, I would say breakouts are really good if they are done well and if the people in them are willing to take them seriously Mm. so what advice would you give to a 24 year old that's going to be leading one of these breakout sessions for the first time for you um so the number one piece of advice would be uh use the questions that you're given and and look at them before you get into the breakout Mm. like like think about them think about ways that you can go with those questions Mm -hmm. um and if you look at the questions and they're bad then pay really close attention during the teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, because if the questions are bad, guess who gets to come up with the questions <laughs> or sit in the room with a bunch of uh, kids who may or may not be into it for 25 minutes? You. <laughs> so if, you, if you're 24 and you're about to lead a breakout, yeah, use the questions you're given, figure out how to expound on them. I mean, my, my go-to if the questions are really bad or if, or if the lesson was not amazing, is just to be like open with them and be like, all right, 
what did you guys think of that? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was bad? What did you, or what did you hate about it? Like, what did you not like? What did you love about it? Like, is it easier to get people to talk about stuff that they didn't like sometimes than, than stuff they did like? Have you ever found that that's been helpful? Um, I think that that depends completely on the speaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the speaker is good, it's easier for them to figure out what they liked. Mm-hmm. If the speaker was bad, usually it's like an elephant in the room until you ask <laughs> what they didn't like. Okay, okay. Let me ask you a question about your, your own uh, style of leading these groups. Uh, how comfortable are you with silence? <laughs> how long are you willing to wait between the time you ask a question and a response and have you 15 to 20 seconds okay that's yeah. a lot which is a long time which it is. feels like 30 right i want to do 15 to 20 seconds on here but i feel like people would turn the podcast right. off and think that their podcast broke right um right. yeah no my rule of thumb of what i encourage my small group leaders is that 15 to 20 seconds is enough time for, because i think of myself as a sophomore in high school when I was a sophomore in high school or like an eighth grader or whatever, if someone asks a question, it probably takes me three to five seconds to realize that a question was asked, like, because it's quiet, <laughs> because sometimes the speaker pauses, right? Like you, you pause what you're saying, yep. you know, like, so it takes me three to five seconds to know that a question was asked, maybe five to seven seconds to, to think of something that I want to respond. Uh-huh. And then another three to five seconds to have the guts to actually say it. Right. So I typically, if I ask a question, I'm going to wait 15 to 20 seconds to see if anyone has anything to say. And typically they do. I mean, you would be surprised. Like if you're a young small group leader and you're afraid of silence, you may be surprised that they'll actually, kids will actually talk if you wait. Mm -hmm. And kids, you probably know this too. Like at a certain point, you guys are all sitting in a circle and it's super awkward that nobody's talking. And so somebody finally talks if if for nothing else other than to break the silence. (laughs) Do you think that the longer it's silent, the harder it is to jump in with a comment? I know I felt like that before. Like, I think it depends on the person. I think for some people, if nobody's talked for 15 seconds, you're like, oh, there's no way I'm going to talk now. Yeah. But I think for some people after 15 seconds, you're like, somebody has to say something. So I guess it's me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I say 15 to 20 seconds. Um, and I thought I had something else to say, but I forgot. So Okay. Anyways. So <clears throat> when you come to a let's shift gears a little bit here and think about your fellow conference participants, because there's a lot of people like at this conference um, that we don't know. Um, there's some people that we know um, fairly well. Some people that we just know of or have met once or twice. When you come to a conference, do you enjoy connecting with new people and forging new relationships? Or do you see it more as a time to reconnect with people you know and I really enjoy their company. Well, if you know me, I I have, I've, we talked about this on the podcast before. I have a hard time with new people sometimes, mm. not because I don't like new people, but just because it's difficult for me because I'm always worried I'm going to like make a horrible impression. Mm. So I've always really enjoyed reconnecting. Part of that is because the conferences that I go to historically mm-hmm. have been conferences with the same like circle of people. So there are people that like I only saw three times a year at a couple of conferences and maybe once over the summer. Yeah. So for me, it's definitely been a time of reconnection. Um, as I get older, I've found that you it, it kind of becomes more meeting new people because you don't know as many people at the conferences you go to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do you like more about conferences? Yeah, I, 
I really feel like um, a great benefit for me is just seeing um, all of the fellow pastors in the room and knowing that I'm surrounded by a people a group of people that know exactly what I'm experiencing. Mm. That, That's a great point, actually. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's, it's encouraging just to be in that room and know that everybody knows. And um, I just, like today, while we were in the big room together in our first main session, and we were going through uh, some music, we were worshiping. The music was killer. Yeah, it was really, it was really super good. good. It was really good. I just found myself looking around um, and, you know, this is not something that is regular for me, so I don't want to seem hyper-spiritual, but I just found myself praying over each person, like as I would look at them, just realizing um, I have no idea what they're going through, what they've been through, but um, I just, I just pray over them. They're they know, they know me, even if I don't know them, they know me and my experience. And so I just want to lift them up and pray for them. And so whatever the content ends up being, you know, what, whatever the theme is, is, is almost of secondary importance to me. It's more so just being there with people who know you. And, That's how I feel at the, we, Matt and I each go to youth, pa- like pastor and youth pastor meetings. That's how I feel at the youth pastor meetings of like for two hours on the first Thursday of every month, I can go hang out with a few other people that just get it yeah yeah like i have to deal with this insane situation and so do they yeah i'm not alone you know it's monday right we've all been ministering all day sunday so it's okay just to come and just exhale and just (laughs) chill for a second yeah yeah and just kind of let your guard down and say okay you know we're just (laughs) we're just all doing well to be here frankly yeah okay so here we are and let's let's come together let's sing let's open the bible let's be together and maybe meet a new friend um, and I guess eat some candy, I suppose. So, and, uh, that's our 30 minute mark. So that's it. I think uh, we're out from the Northern woods. Is this Northern woods, Minnesota? This is central Minnesota. Okay. So we have, we're, we're still three hours from Canada. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, it, I don't... it feels North cause we drove North for two hours to get here, but no, we're still three plus hours from Canada from here. Okay. I just have no idea where I am. Um, <laughs> you'll in, learn in the state or at camp. You'll learn. All right. See you guys next week. We'll record again on Thursday. So we have like 10 days off from podcasting. I think we'll miss it. Okay. So long, everybody. Goodbye.